0: All right, final hour of the rush. Teddy Lehman here. Travis Davidson hanging out. We got Pierce back in studio. Uh, I'm at Jimmy Austin, man, and I was just talking to Tyler Woodward, runs the show out here. Um, course is in fantastic condition. A um, lot of moving parts going on right now, but uh, it's going to be awesome to host uh, that big event for the first time out here, and hopefully it turns into a yearly thing that everyone wants to be a part of. Really, really cool stuff. Coming up, let's do it next segment. We're going to give away uh, four passes. Uh, whoever wins, it's your choice, Thursday or Saturday. Four passes to the hospitality suite, food and beverage included. Going to be really cool. This is going to be fun seeing these, uh, these pros come out here and, and tear this course up, throw some nice low numbers out there. Hospitality suites are in a cool area. You'll be able to see uh, several different greens, several different tee boxes, Gosh, I'm looking at it right now. You'll be able to see the nine green, the eighteen green, the eleven green, the twelve green, the one tee box, uh, twelve tee box. Just a lot of stuff. It's a perfect little perch uh, with food and beverage included. So that's going to be awesome. We'll give that away next segment. So uh, stay tuned for that and. I got handed a note uh, by Travis Davidson from studio over here to Jimmy Austin over the break. Pretty nice little uh, statement from President Joe Harris there, Travis.
1: Yeah, I mean, we were talking a little bit earlier, obviously, about tailgating, right? And even the text line was saying the city of Norman will not allow tailgating uh, to ever be at an SEC level. Uh, President Harris has quoted – kind of in regards to tailgating policies at OU football games starting this year. He said, it's going to get bigger and more fun, Harris says. This is in preparation of the SEC. So that's exactly what you want to hear, Teddy.
0: Yeah, well, here's the thing. Um, There's been complaints in the past, obviously. Um, One of the suggestions that that people have made, and I'll I'll tell you what I think is going to happen. I think there's going to be... Uh, tailgating on Lindsay Street, south of the stadium, like everyone wants. And I also think, Travis, that they're going to open up, uh, I think it's called the South Oval, like whatever that area is, just north of Lindsay, just west of the stadium, the big open grass area with all the flowers and everything, that yeah, you've Oval. got concrete on both sides and, and road on both sides. I think that's going to be opened up. Like that's that's my guess. Can't guarantee anything, but that would be my guess because that is like the perfect area to uh, to host a party. Well, you've got One the seed sower right is, there.
1: You've got the flowers. I mean, it's a very well, nice looking area too.
0: What what a lot of big time schools have is like whenever you pull up to a stadium as a player whenever you're on the road, a lot of times you kind of drive through their tailgate areas, right? It's like a cool little entrance in. Sometimes if there's a ton of people there, it can be a little bit intimidating. It's like, dang, uh, this is uh, this is kind of a serious thing. We don't have that currently. You know, they come down Lindsay and it's all blocked off. There's no tailgating there. Um, so you just... Police escort right in there to the back of the stadium on the west side. Buses get out. Hardly even see a fan uh, whenever you pull in the way that they do. Well,
1: and then, you know they've talked about the walk of champions, right? Like, they want to push that heavy, heavy, yeah. heavy. bringing recruits, all the families, everybody watch to watch them walk off the bus and walk through. So, to your point, you can kind of make it that. Like, you can, you can change up your entrance to have it go through tailgating. And even having tailgating on Lindsey would – dramatically improve that. So you wonder, you know, as hair is basically saying, Hey, we know this is living right here. Now we need to change the code. We need to do something to change that to where people can now tailgate again. And it doesn't have to be, you know, rented out to a third party because they can't just say, okay, we're going to open it up to more third party stuff. I don't think that's going to work.
2: Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen the tailgating scene at Texas tech, but they have a sort of like South oval situation outside the stadium. I got to go mm-hmm. to last year's game they had a stage set up, like a smaller stage for live music, and then they have vendors across the side. It was packed. And, I mean, it's, it's Texas Tech. I mean, there's not a whole lot to do out there in Lubbock, but, you know, it, it was a great scene.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, we've had we've had a bunch of issues with tailgating. Setup has been an issue. Um the, the third-party situation, I'm not saying it's been an issue, but it, it, it does kind of – it's not the best whenever all of the premium spots are like third-party. You know, like that's – I don't know that that's necessarily the best way to do things. Um, the other thing is we've had a bunch of 11 a.m. kickoffs against a bunch of teams that don't travel – Fan bases that don't travel and, frankly, not super interesting games that everyone feels necessary to show up and party before, like, it's going to be some big scene. I, all of those things are going to change. Right. I, I, the, It's going to be a bigger scene. It's going to be the, the times should be much better. At least, I mean, I'm not saying we're not going to kick off at 11 a.m. again. I just, it's probably going to be unlikely that we have 8 11 a.m. kickoffs like like we've seen in the past or whatever the numbers have been. So that's a good positive. I love to see that. Um it's it's been one of those sticking points that has been a frustration for me. Uh, it's not that that difficult. You know, they've got these tailgating committees that you know have a bunch of people on them that don't go to tailgates or have no interest in creating a a party environment, a big environment, for lack of a, uh, I'll just say it, I got a bunch of like academia on on the tailgate committee, and that's not necessarily who you you need on the tailgate committee. Sorry to those folks, but um, let's get people that actually attend those and know what the people want and what's interesting. I, I got so mad when I found out that they had they had, had proposed someone had proposed a plan to have a, um, like, a land-run event every year to where everyone, like, goes and stakes their tailgating spot, and they didn't want to do that. I thought that was amazing. It's <laughs> a the great like, idea. It's, it's like so one fitting. one of the best ideas I've ever heard. I know. It's it's awesome. Well, and um, yeah, go ahead. To, you know, to
1: kind of Pierce's point on the stage thing, so, like, at LSU – They've got, you know, a stage set up with, you know, uh, some food trucks and whatnot, but it feels very, uh, very corporate. Like you say, academia, it kind of, it all goes in that line, right? Like it it feels very corporate and there's some people saying food trucks on the South Oval. I think it's got, I I think it's got to be, it's got to feel organic. It's got to feel fan led. It's got to be dudes out there with their smokers with, you know, cooking yep. up dogs and, 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 and smoking, whatever it is. If we're playing Florida, do I, I want to see some smoked gator out there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want it to feel like, hey, these are the fans. We do
0: the Fan Fest stuff on the north side of the state Correct. where you've got food trucks and all that stuff. And, you know, they used to block off that one parking lot, and they had some live music and stuff in there, and it was pretty cool. You know, and you'd have, like, they put, like, the Heisman House in there, um, you know, the – cheerleaders and band would come through there and it was pretty cool and you know covid screwed a bunch of that stuff up right for a while and they kind of had to reimagine how they were going to do everything so um hopefully there's going to be a good plan moving forward and I, you know i think they'll they'll continue to do the food truck stuff and everything right there on the north side of the stadium would be my guess but i'm with you like the uh, uh, organic tailgate is really the best that doesn't mean that everything's got to be you know out of the back of a pickup you can have some stuff there that's you know pre-set up and everything but um i i just i want the premium spots available to a wide range of people not just those that can afford to have the tailgating guys out of some other state where a bunch of money goes elsewhere instead of staying right here you know what I'm saying? Like that—that that is the thing that kind of frustrated me.
1: Right. Absolutely. It's, like I said. It's got to be fan-led, and that's the corporate feel. That's not what the SEC is. Yeah. Sure, they have corporate stuff going on, but when you walk, you know, through Fayetteville, when you walk through Baton Rouge and all that stuff, like, sure, they've got it somewhere around, but that's not the place. That's that's not what you think of when you go there. So, really excited about that quote um so we'll see what that leads to but do you want to go ahead and do uh your your uh I know you got to get out of here at 5 30 do you want to go ahead and do your giveaway
0: no because oh, okay. I don't have a I don't have a uh uh oh you sent me some trivia questions I sent, I sent
1: you options I I, I handed off the first another
0: one's note a no um um how about we do this how about because we, we want everyone to to be able to have a a, a hair trigger, are we going to do the first answer text in on the text line? Is that how we want to pick this thing?
1: I think that's fair.
0: Okay. Now remember, uh, whoever wins this thing four passes to the hospitality suite, either Thursday or Saturday, to the Corn Ferry event that's out here at Jimmy Austin, and all we all we're going to need is they got to pick today, Thursday or Saturday. So tomorrow's winner um you know we'll get the other day just need their name email and cell of the winner so be ready to to pass on some information let's hit a timeout here we'll come back on the other side we'll give away some passes and i will wrap up my uh my radio for the day it'll be my last segment next here from jimmy austin stay tuned Rushes back. My final segment, the final hour will continue on until 6 o'clock, whenever we are going to go live with the SEC schedule release. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Hanging out with Jimmy Austin today. And it is time to give away four passes to the hospitality suite, food and beverage included, Uh, winner's choice for either thursday or saturday we have to know that today whenever um, uh, whenever we get the information from you so tomorrow we can give away the other day Um, four passes hospitality suite to the corn ferry uh compliance solutions event going on out here at jimmy austin okay i'm trying to Trying to kill, like, go slow here to get everyone has their phone up and ready, their text messages uh, open, and they've selected the ref to send their text to. So here we go. What are the two Southeastern Conference teams that OU has never played? What are the two? SEC teams that OU has never played in football. I should, uh, should clarify, in football. Text us, 651-3439. First one to get the two answers correct uh, is the winner of four passes to the Compliance Solutions event out here Jimmy Austin. Pierce, let me know whenever we get a text come through that has the correct two answers. Two schools in the SEC that OU has never played. It's gonna be a tough one. A lot of Googling going on right now. A lot of asking Siri. A lot of chat GPT going on out there trying to figure out the uh the answers. Um in the meantime All right that
1: I think we've got a winner actually.
0: Oh we do? Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah the uh the correct answer South Carolina and Mississippi State uh, nice. is the eight five oh Three one three two nine. I won't say the last two, but the eight five zero is the, the first 850, one. Eight five zero.
0: What's that area code? Florida. Yeah, Florida.
1: Maybe it's from Florida. Hey, you know, I got, I got my business partner lives in Tulsa. He's got an LA, you know, code. So if we
0: get a, just give my tickets to a first responder uh, from the eight five zero. We can't do that. You have to be a. a Uh, able to accept the tickets
1: well you know we'll we'll wait we'll await the 850
0: Pierce Pierce uh, get their uh, name email cell phone number get all their information and uh, congratulations for knowing that that's awesome
1: absolutely we we had some people I was impressed just throwing out just just they just said you know what screw it I gotta be quick I'm just gonna guess two SEC teams (laughs) and I like that you know you know a lot of people Thought, you know what? Let me Google this. Let me find, you know, a tweet about it. Let me find. And now, now some other people just said, you know what? I got a chance at this. I'm just going to let her fly. But congratulations yeah. to the A50. Um, oh, uh, from the A50. I'm from Norman. I bartend yes. at
0: Newcastle. Yes. Nice. Nice. Gotta love that. That's awesome. All right. Uh, well, we got a winner. So all you got to do is pick Thursday or Saturday, and um, you've got four passes to the Corn Ferry event out here at the Hospitality Suite Food and Beverage overlooking uh, uh, the best part of the course. Man, that sounds awesome. All right, boys. So, uh, you know, Harris is talking about some new tailgating policies, going to make it uh, a better environment out there. Hopefully, I'm guessing that's going to happen this year. Well, that's what the um, quote
1: was. It was. It was making changes this year. And yeah. and I think that's interesting, Ted, because, you know, the changes, you know, they had, they had talked about a, a tailgating map, this, that, and the other. Well, right now they have their, you know, tailgate guys or whatever, they have their third party, you know, corporate type yeah. things that they do. So in order for them to even say, hey, we're making changes this season, then it would have to go away from that because otherwise they would just say, all right, we're going to you know, keep it as is because they already they already expanded once, right? But they expanded using the third party, so they have to be going away from that. I, it, it, there's just no other way, and we will not be caught up with the rest of the SEC until we do it.
0: Well, here's the thing: like the the corporate, the third party tailgate stuff. Like, I don't have a problem with that. I think it's fine. I think it's I think it's actually a really good product. I think it's a really good service to like, especially like as a business, if you want to host something Mm -hmm. and um, like, if you're coming from out of town and you want to have a setup and you don't have access to all the stuff and it's just hassle free. I think there's, I think it's a really good, good product, but I don't think 100% of the best locations should be the only way you can have them is if you purchase. So like that's my that was my whole hang up with that thing. Agreed, I'm um, not anti like. And I'm, one of the problems with it is a bunch of businesses buy them, and you know like hey you know for your clients we you know we got a tailgate we've got twelve spots available, and like you never even fill it up.
1: Right, it, it's a lot like a suite at a game, right? Where it's like hey yeah. we we've got forty seats to this concert or whatever, and we brought twelve people because you know we, we you know maybe we weren't able are to are suites
0: up. expensive for concerts like more so than they are for uh i like let's take and i know it's hard because all concerts are different but at at the peak let's say um, i don't know you got a like a big concert coming to town and they have suites available is it like cheaper more expensive about the same as it is for a like a thunder game
1: well typically you have the suite for the entire year right so it's like you get to go to the thunder mm. game and the concert that's why they have the signs outside that actually have the business name because that business has it for the entire year so like you can go to like even at the bok center or something like that it's like okay you've got uh, you know the ncaa tournament coming to town you can use it for that you can use it for oilers you can use it for concerts you can use it for but whatever And
0: you don't have to pay for it though well, like, is that all – it's all – like, every concert that they have, is that included in the sweet price that you pay?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. As far as I know, that's kind of yours for the year. They charge you for that entire year. It goes to the BOK or to the Peak or whatever that is. And then, you know, you set up your caterings and, you know, this, that, and the other. But you get those. interesting, And that, that's why – otherwise, they wouldn't have the signs outside that actually have the company name on it because that company – has that has that for the year or the season if you will whatever their sales cycle is very cool but to you, but, very cool. but again it's it's the tailgate guys like i said it's it's a good product you need to have that in some capacity but it needs to be the right mix head it needs to be a little bit of corporate a little bit of like school like fan zone type feel to it uh, with the food mm-hmm. trucks and everything and then it needs to be organic fan led fraternity led you know barbecue smokers everywhere all that kind of stuff like you need all three aspects to work in harmony to really create you know the the perfect game day environment if you will
0: yeah and you need 230 and night kicks that helps a lot that
1: that helps dramatically nothing
0: nothing kills tailgating like an 11 a.m. kick right Nothing kills Gunning like an 11 a.m. kick.
1: Right. On the text line real quick, Chris Rich says, uh, I need you all to talk me into going to Rudy's. Got my boy early, starts days off, but not in my Sooner gear. So, give me your best sales pitch, Teddy.
0: To go to Rudy's? Yep. Toby Rowland, the voice of the Oklahoma Sooners, is going to be there. No one puts on the show like T. Row. Nobody. Absolutely no one. Them, uh, Venables I, and the, I think Venables, Venables and, and Josie. Josie, yeah. The Venables and Josie are both going to be there, but Toby Rowland is uh, is the real star of the show. Venables will be cool. it will be fine. Josie will have a couple things to say. But Toby, man, let me tell you, the guy, it, the, it's just, boom, personality everywhere he goes. He's signing autographs. He's talking to everyone. Have you ever seen Toby work a room? Oh. Amazing
1: Oh yeah, I have and it, it is that, that's why I'm going. I've actually already got it I just got a text from my boy Doug. He's got my seat saved, so I will be Hume right out of here headed down to Rudy's myself.
0: if if Toby wasn't like uh, he, he needs to be the voice of the Sooners forever. But if that wasn't the case, I would I would start a uh, like a campaign for him to be governor of the state of Oklahoma. Um, but unfortunately we can't lose him as the voice of the sooner, so I'm not doing that. Otherwise, he'd be the best. The guy, personality, charisma, smart. No, he's, he's already – he sent me a breakdown of, like, all of the information of all of the SEC schools, like what our all-time record is, when's the last time we went there, when's the last time we played. The guy's incredible. I – he, the only bad thing is it, it's a constant reminder of how little I actually bring to the table. You know? Hey, you play role well. You're a glue guy. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Exactly. Morale
0: guy. <laughs> That's right. That is right. All right, boys. It's been fun. I've got to get out of here. Schedule release going on at 6 o'clock, uh, which reminder to everyone, if you're going to be driving around, you're on the move out there, We're going to have that live right here on the ref. So stick around, stay tuned through the 6 o'clock hour, and we're going to be giving you the new unveiling of the SEC 2024 schedule. Going to be a lot of fun. Gentlemen, I'm out of here.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, Just Grill Boy, uh, Sans Teddy. Teddy is uh, off to Rudy's for the schedule release Uh, The SEC schedule release, very exciting, uh, very exciting times here uh, in Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, We'll find out the 2024 schedule and I believe we'll likely kind of figure out the 2025 schedule, 2026 and 2027 schedules as well, because I think they'll alternate at least flip-flop between OU and Texas and then repeat uh, between home and away. But I think I've got Connor with me uh, for these last couple segments. Connor, you there?
3: Travis, how we doing, man? Yeah, I'm live from uh, Jimmy Austin to take care of these last 30 minutes for Teddy to allow him to get to uh, Rudy's for the 6 o'clock to see the SEC schedule. I mean, I'm excited, Travis. I'm ready to see what this looks like. We got some stuff that was leaked uh, early on in the day. Alabama looks like will be a matchup for OU, but, man, I'm ready to see what the other opponents look like.
1: Now I asked Teddy this as well. I'm going to ask you: Do you want Alabama as the first game of the year or the last game of the year?
3: I think I'll take that later on. What do you think?
1: Oh no! Man. It would
3: be it would be pretty cool. That'd be a great atmosphere, man. Right away, first home game in Norman.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, I think I would go first game as well. And a quick reminder: Stay tuned in to KREF, because if you can't make it to Rudy's, or even if you want to, like a lot of people do at football games, keep keep a headphone in, like an AirPod, and listen to us while you're at Rudy's, uh, go ahead and do that. Stay locked into KREF, because we will be carrying that live from 6 to 7. So, if you're driving, uh, you know, if you're uh, caught up in a little rush hour traffic or anything like that, uh, or if you're listening on our app already uh, around the world around the country uh stay tuned in and we will be carrying that live uh on k rep so definitely tune in but yeah i think i think alabama to open it i think i think in a perfect world connor i think you get texas georgia ou alabama in the 230 and the prime time on the same day and i think the sec just kind of just kind of Puts it out there and says, look, we are the premier college football conference. Look at us. Nobody else's games matter that day. The yeah, that, that is trap. the SEC's day.
3: And I was thinking, too, if it is, if these rumors are true about Oklahoma at home in Norman, that would be the biggest game since when, you think? At home.
1: Biggest game at home?
3: Would I mean, it be the Ohio State, 2016 Ohio State? It would
1: have to be Ohio State. I think... Pretty much, like, if we're – I would have to go out of conference, right, for the most part. Yeah. Um, I would have to say either that or the next best would be Notre Dame. I think those two would be the I wouldn't say Tennessee.
3: Yeah, and that year against TCU when we had the backup quarterback and you had Baker injured in the first half and you had Trevor Knight for the second half. I guess that could be a big game, too, because you had playoff – uh, contentions that were involved with that I know you won that game and they stayed in the playoff talk but yeah, but yeah man, there, I... there really hasn't been very man just big home games uh, especially in conference play
1: yeah I mean and and that's what's going to change right is yeah you know you before it's kind of like Patty talked about with the SEC schedule it's like Patty Gasso had such a tough time scheduling opponents you know quality opponents to really test us. Um. Well, now she said, man, the move to the SEC means I don't necessarily have to do that because the SEC schedule is so good. Same goes for Joe C. Joe C doesn't have to absolutely, you know, kill himself trying to schedule, you know, these Ohio States or Tennessees or Notre Dames or, or Michigans or, you know, anything like that because you're going to have an SEC schedule now to lean on and say, you know what, I don't have to – I, I kind of get a little bit of relief If I can schedule a couple other good non-cons, you know, quality storylines or something like that. I mean, obviously, you look at, like, a Bedlam. You look at, like, an Army game. Or if you have to, in a deal with the Big 12, make, like, kind of true up the rest of those Big 12 games, right? Because I think you eventually have to play who you're not playing this year, which would be uh, Texas Tech, Kansas State. And Baylor. So Well
3: speak speaking of Bedlam, it sounds like the Bedlam could still be in talk of play. Maybe not football, but I think right. for the other, other sports. sports.
1: Yeah, other sports for sure. You know, it's you hope that kind of uh I don't know, you you think they kind of just let bygones be bygones, uh, and, and <laughs> yeah. schedule that game. I mean, cooler minds will prevail, I think, that long term. But I mean, if you're sitting there in your Oklahoma State, today is not a good day for you. I mean, no, OU's not. having, you know, press conferences about this. They're having big SEC reveals, you know, all this. I mean, they're they're putting it on for the world to see. And Oklahoma State, you know, they're getting left in the dust. So, not a good day to be a poke, but let's be 100% honest, what days are?
3: <laughs> right. Well, before, before Teddy signed off, I heard you guys talking about Joe Harris talked about the uh, – the tailgating will be a lot bigger and more fun, which I know everybody's about excited for that. That, that was kind of a, a little bit of an issue that was talked about, especially last year and the year before that, that they wanted fans wanted tailgating to be a lot more fun in Norman.
2: Yeah, we hit on that a lot, that last segment. And I think another thing we got a text earlier and we didn't quite get to it is move to the SEC definitely helps – the tailgating side of the fan base and the game day environment but we haven't really talked much about the in the game in the stands environment because I think even at that point, OU lacks compared to some of these SEC schools. So I think that could be kind of interesting seeing the actual fan engagement from inside the stadium once the move happens.
1: Wait, so you don't think Kicking for Chicken is going to shoulder well, the Well, hold energy? on a
2: second now. <laughs> kicking and kicking for Chicken is my favorite part of the game every single time. Hey, I, don't, only, I don't mind I'm the it only one in the student section on my feet. I mean, I'm yelling and screaming. I love Kicking for we, Chicken. No, we, get have, we,
3: have, we have people complaining about the tailgate and also complaining about the in-game atmosphere as well. Well, and so that's, not surprised.
1: Why, that's why – you bring in a guy like Tyler Koffer I mean Tyler Kofer is a guy yeah. that just left the Vegas Golden Knights uh, obviously they uh, uh, maybe he was holding them back now that I think about it but uh, uh, <laughs> they Ty- won without him Tyler if you're out there listening that's a total joke but um, really they've they've invested in that right because Tyler was brought in and he's like okay we're going to we're going to better the fan experience. And he was over, all, or he is over all sports, but now he's started to bring on more people. So, like him, Leah Beasley, those people, uh, you know, come on and that's their main job, right? You want to get that in game more entertaining. Now, Tyler has been able to hire sports specific. So now he's got, you know, a different person for basketball and a different, like, you can now he can spend even more time getting football right. And that's what he did kind of. All last year, he was just kind of sitting back and sitting in different parts of the stadium, and 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 trying to brainstorm a little bit, you know, what we could really do moving into the SEC and uh, what we could make better. So I think Tyler has a lot of great ideas. Uh, I'm excited to see what him, Leah, and the rest of them really roll out. Uh, because uh, yeah, I'm really excited for it. But it's something they're planning for, right? Like when you when you bring that on you're you're recognizing that something needs to improve and improve drastically, right? That's why you go get that person. So I think I, I think they understand that it needs to change and their actions back that up.
3: Yeah, he he understands it's gotta be much better when you go to the SEC. Fans want a fun atmosphere for sure. Pierce, we got anything on the Knipermeyer Chevrolet text line to get to before we hit a break?
2: Uh, I think one thing that we we kinda talked a little bit about when he got some responses and I'd love to hear your idea on this, Connor is should OU claim more national titles when the move to the <laughs> SEC? The person who asked that question actually sent me an article that they I guess they were reading and it says that we should claim, I think, fifteen or sixteen. But if you claimed all of them that the NCAA recognizes, that puts you at seventeen, which I believe is one behind Alabama. So Oh wow. I think an overwhelming majority of the text line says no, don't claim any more. <laughs> But we, I we, we don't want to be that. We don't want to be that team. That yeah, but I saw some yeses. I that. saw some yeses, so the text line was a little <laughs> bit torn.
1: You know who's you know who's nervous about that right now? Who's that? Is everybody that's got a tattoo for every national championship that we've won, <laughs> that's right? Ooh, because they because I've seen them, right? Like people yeah. that have like a sleeve yeah. or something like that and they add every one. Bro, they got to call that they got to <laughs> go get They're about to reshape they're the gonna whole arm. They got to go get 10 more tattoos. I mean, goodness gracious, you talk about getting some money to go to Nashville. We need to get a, a GoFundMe going for whoever needs to add those uh, those ten tattoos. Man, Man it,
3: it, it was funny when he, uh, when Teddy was talking earlier, when you had that trivia going on, who's the two SEC teams that Oklahoma has not played. Steely talked about that during his show, so I automatically knew that there was someone that was going to answer within the first five to ten, ten seconds, and believe it or not, <laughs> there was to claim that.
2: We got one more time. We got time for one more text before a quick break here. Jim from Arlington asks, "How much does Grill Boy charge if I want to hire him for a cook at my tailgate?"
1: Ooh. Well, um, you'd you'd have to outbid Kref first and foremost because uh, I do the pregame show and the postgame show. So um, you know we we typically go two hours. And then there's an hour buffer where we go to Toby and Teddy in the stadium for the pregame. So whatever I can cook in that hour before kickoff, I mean, I, I might be able to throw something together, but um, other than that, how about this? I can be hired as a consultant. So right. hire That's me a great idea. as a tailgate <laughs> yeah. cooking consultant. I will teach you how to smoke the tomahawks. I'll teach you how to do all that. And uh, I, I can be pretty affordable on the, uh, on the consulting side, but we've got to hit a break. Um, you know, Connor will be on the other side. Pierce will be on the other side. Keep hitting the Knippelmeyer text line uh, as we get ready for the big SEC reveal tonight. All right, all right. One last segment here on the rush. Uh, Teddy is... Gone now to Rudy's, uh, where we will, of course, be airing that on KRF. So when we're off air, go ahead and stay tuned in because we are going to be going directly into the SEC schedule release. That is the big news of the day. Already been some leaks, but hey, I, I couldn't be more excited. This is the most exciting schedule release of my lifetime because it is the first SEC schedule release of my lifetime. So, uh, with that being said, uh, I've got Connor Pasby with me. He is out at Jimmy Austin right now, and then I've got Pierce in studio with me. Uh, we're, we're wrapping things up in this last segment. So, I got a question for both of you as as we wind down to this. First, Connor, I'm going to go with you. What's your prediction for the biggest SEC game other than
3: Bama? Other than Bama. Yep, Pierce, you're Let's up see. next. So, start thinking. I would probably go Tennessee. Is the next one up for OU? I don't think there's any shot you get that, Alabama and Georgia. I think Tennessee's the next one up. Is that OU. a road?
1: Is that a road game? Or is that a home game?
3: I would say that's a home game. Okay. Tennessee will come to Norman. Tennessee, so you'll, home, get Bama, okay. you'll get Bama and Tennessee and Norman.
2: Yeah, I think I'd have to agree. Uh, Tennessee is for sure. You know that that next team that I think will play the home and away side is interesting we played away last right yeah. is that the sterling shepherd going you know, to dive in the air? so i think they'll probably go home then at that point i think a home against tennessee will be the next biggest game i don't think like i said yesterday i want it to be georgia but that's probably not happening now that georgia is playing texas so i like tennessee as the next one
1: i mm, so I, my pick was going to be at tennessee i i do think i don't think they go back to that home and home I don't think they treat it like okay. We've got to we've got to you know rotate that, but so I I go at Tennessee. But since we've all picked the same team now, I, I would still like to remain on the books at at Tennessee. But please, please, please give me an at LSU.
2: An at LSU, I, see I, Teddy I, I would love that.
1: I would lo- see. Hey, you know what? I'm 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 ready to go down to the belly of the beast.
2: I just think that Teddy's just not tough enough. You know <laughs> no, what I mean? Teddy, I just Teddy don't did, know if he Teddy can handle like it like that.
1: Yeah, Teddy so, didn't like Baton Rouge. Somebody make sure and clip that. Pierce thinks Teddy's not tough enough. <laughs> yeah, um, Teddy
2: was saying that that would have been his least likely. Really, that's, that's one he would least like to go to. I think is what he said. Well, yesterday. Parker,
3: my my man, Parker Thune said the same thing earlier today with Mike Steeley, that he would not prefer to go to Baton Rouge and LSU. No, I think
1: I think you I think you lean into the hostility. That would I be lit. I that would love that place be awesome because here is the thing when you think of best atmospheres in the sport, night game at LSU is always on that list. So why on earth would I not want to go see my team in the best, I mean, in in one of the best environments in the sport? I think at Tennessee's up there as well.
2: Yeah, I agree. And I think it's funny that we all kind of agree that Death Valley LSU would have been a great one as well. We got two texts before we even started saying that about LSU at LSU would have been the revenge game, and that's what most people see. I've seen that a lot yeah. on the text lines, so I think that's a very consensus pick. Yes, well, uh, that that, another... place,
3: that place is different too in the prime time.
1: Right, I was I was there last year uh, for the Ole Miss game, uh, and and loved it. I mean, had a great time. Um, I was not the opponent though. Not that I was rooting for LSU. I was just I was a third party spectator. You know, I was singing along to some Garth Brooks, but you know, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> this text from the four hundred five: LSU is not the belly of the beast. They are, well, they're a different. Uh, I can't read it, but they're a different <laughs> body part of the beast. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, but but that's the thing. It's you can't you can't you can't be a fan scared, right? Can't play scared, and uh, scared money don't get none. So I think you go into LSU at night. That's one of the environments I'm most looking forward to, and I think on these airwaves we talked about being excited for that. So, uh, yeah, but I think we're all in agreement on Tennessee is going to be, especially with Tennessee's trajectory, the storylines with Heupel. Who knows? Like, I think I think that's a big deal. But man, I think
3: it's I think it's going to be at Tennessee. So I got well, ten, ten, Tennessee has a young quarterback. They're I think Hypel's going to keep them there for next year for sure. Top twenty-five team and good. He could maybe be a top 10 if they can play well. defense if that yeah where have we
1: seen that before
2: <laughs> very true <laughs> yeah, that's right so I got one more question before we finish our show here I know OU has kind of struggled in the big 12 with those kind of trap games games you shouldn't lose you draw them early in the year and it's one of those blemishes on your schedule what is your trap game biggest trap game who is the new Kansas State of the SEC for OU that's a great
3: question, Pierce. Go ahead, Connor. Thank you, Connor.
2: Uh, <laughs> I w- man. I would
3: I would say South Carolina would be a trap team. I don't know if I'm just saying that cuz of Beamer, but it just feels like South Carolina could could be a Kansas State to OU.
1: Yeah, I I think uh I think if we're talking just a team, I'd probably go Kentucky. Um, they've had some, you like know, that. they, they've, they're one of those teams. You just don't think of it, you know, Outside, I mean, most people don't think of it as a football school. They think of it as a basketball school. Don't tell Stoops that, but, um, I, but I think it has more to do with schedule trap games are based on schedule. So mm-hmm. if you're coming off Alabama or you've got, you know, Alabama, uh, the next week, and you've got maybe a, a Mississippi State the week before or something like that. that. That's the difference is these teams have a lot more talent than a lot of the Big 12 teams, so you can't be caught sleeping. You have, to, you have to get up every single week. So if you've got a game at LSU or, you know, Bama at home, if they push it farther back in the schedule – Uh, then I think the trap game is going to come right before that. Okay, we haven't got much time, so I want to get in. uh, We're running a little bit of a contest, so I want to make sure we get it in. The OU Club of Tulsa is uh, doing their scholarship golf tournament on Monday, June 26th, 8 a.m. shotgun start. They're going to do longest drive, closest to the pin. All the details are at OUClubOfTulsa.com. But, KREF, the home of Sooner fans, we've got a team. I'm on it. Mm -hmm. And three of you are going to be on it. All you have to do to enter, and this is if you can make it to Tulsa on June 26, Monday, June 26, for an 8 a.m. shotgun start. It's going to be. This is how you enter. You need to tweet a picture of you on a golf course. You need to tag Kref Sports at Kref Sports and at Travis Skull. That's Travis S K O L. Travis Skull. So tag both of us. Picture of you on Twitter.com of you at a golf course. We'll be doing that drawing on Friday, um, and we'll see who's going to play a little bit of golf. Beverages, lunch, all that kind of stuff is included. So, uh, appreciate it, uh, everybody that so far has entered on that. Uh, That's been a lot of fun. Uh, Any closing words from you boys? Let's
2: have a good show. Let's see the schedule. I'm ready.
1: Let's do it. Let's do it.
3: 1400 AM and 99.3 FM and the KREF app. We have it if you can't make it to Rudy's.
1: Absolutely. Tune in. Stay tuned. Do not turn that dial. See you guys.